0: Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95.
1: With HSE Midwest. For updated factual information, see hse.ie. By staying apart, we can save lives. Now, at the start of the year, many of you were busy making travel plans for work and for leisure. Well, a lot of that obviously has gone out the window. Uh, none of us thought that the coronavirus would change our lives in the way it has And now none of us know what to do about travelling later in the year. Have you completely ruled it out for 2020? Or would you consider going at some stage? What are your rights if you've already booked trips? What if you need to travel for work? Well, first of all, I'm joined on the line by our own Rebecca, um, who has booked to go to New York in November. And also on the line, Dermot Jewel, policy and council advisor at the Consumer Association of Ireland. And Mark Corcoran from Visa First. You're all very welcome. Um, Rebecca, uh, clearly this is something that you had uh, booked uh, well before coronavirus.
2: Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Decided in January, look, I've always wanted to go to New York. Um, You know, my my mother has a very special birthday this year. I said, look, why don't we go as a family, really make a, a big trip out of it. We've always wanted to go. We've never gotten there. And so I booked it. I said, you know what, I'll book early. I'll get the best deals, book flights, book 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 accommodation, and now my preparedness has come back to bite me because it's uh, it's very much up in the air right now. And to be honest, I I I can't see us getting there.
1: But you have decided not to cancel yet.
2: Haven't cancelled yet. I to be honest, I don't know what to do, and I think a lot of people are in the same situation that. You know it's things are so uncertain, and things change from week to week, and you don't know what's going to happen and so much has changed in the last say eight to twelve weeks in Ireland. I can't imagine how much things will have changed come November, but at the same time, I don't foresee the situation going away, so I'd imagine there are a lot of other people who maybe have booked for towards the end of the year who are in limbo like I am right now and even at the, I foolishly said, "Oh sure, look, there's no need to insure the holiday. We'll, we'll, we'll definitely be going anyway. We're not going to pull out." But even to try and get insurance now, I mean, you'd want to have booked insurance before March 6th, I think, because all of the insurance companies have now brought in new policies or they've put up um, information on their website saying, you know, if you take out a policy now, X, Y, and Z for the coronavirus isn't covered under that. So it's very it's just very. It's a very confusing time and, you know, there are a lot of people who, even if we can travel, wouldn't be comfortable doing so, I would believe, even towards the end of this year because it's still, like, I can't imagine social distancing won't be a thing, you know, in the end of the year. I'd still imagine that would be in place. So, I mean, that's not really a holiday, is it? I mean, if I go to New York, I don't want to, you know, not be able to go into a shop because, you know, there's two people already in there or not be able to go to X, Y and Z because there's all of these precautions in place. You know, you want to go on a holiday and not be, I suppose, so wary of your of your movements.
1: Yeah, well, New York has also been the epicentre, hasn't it, on the east coast of the States of it the has. coronavirus. I, I,
2: I couldn't have picked a worse place to, to book, really. I might well have just said, look, take me to the coronavirus.
1: And what would you say to listeners who would say to you, you're absolutely mad to even think about going?
2: Yeah, no, I, I, I to be honest, I am erring on the side of, of caution and I am foreseeing myself not going. But there is still, I suppose, that glimmer of hope that, you know, it was, it was the dream holiday and I, I wanted to get there and... But yeah, yeah, I don't know, like if, if you're going to, I think other people were saying, look, if you're going to lose that much money and flights are going, you know, I'm going to travel. There's that other side of it as well, that they're going to risk it.
1: Yeah, The other thing, of course, would be health insurance, because God forbid you got sick somewhere in the States if you don't have health insurance. Exactly. You know, I mean, the stories are, I don't know if it's quite as bad as this that they leave you on the side of the road.
2: I, I would imagine. And I mean, it's, it's not like the prices of, of care in America are vastly different to the prices of, of care in Ireland. Plus
1: you a lot more on the holiday anyway.
2: Yeah, I'd be, I'd be happy to lose out on the holiday if I was faced with an American <laughs> medical bill.
1: Well, let's ask about your situation, uh, Rebecca. Dermot Jewell uh, from the Consumers Association. Hi, Dermot. Hi, good morning, Joe. So Rebecca has a challenge that uh, a lot of people are experiencing.
0: Indeed, she does. Um, And she's outlined it very well. I mean, the difficulty is you're dealing with unknowns. Um, There are rules and and regulations that are being changed on a a weekly um, and fortnightly basis. Decisions are being made um, to lift or not to lift or to consider lifting various um, restrictions on travel. So it makes it very, very awkward. And at the heart of all of that are the very clear problems in terms of as consumers, all day, every day, we enter into contracts. So we have contracts um, with our airlines to fly. And the problem is, and I think Rebecca has touched the hit the nail on the head, because it happened even to yours truly here. It, if your flight is not cancelled, if it's actually travelling, you have a problem because... Um, it's only when something is cancelled that it triggers a refund. There's an automatic entitlement to it and the Commission for Aviation Regulation has pointed that out. But the difficulty is where an airline is saying, no, we're running certain uh, limited flights to that same city, for example, New York City, which they are, um, and therefore we're not cancelling it and what we'll do is if you want to, um, perhaps, this is where you need to negotiate with them. Um, if you want, we may offer you, a. Re- if you don't want to travel, um, we may offer you not a refund but a, a voucher um, because your flight is not cancelled um, or you can reschedule at, um, at, at, at something of a cost to yourself. And right now, they are potentially the best that's on offer. And it's very frustrating because, As I say, we don't know what the limitations are going to be by the time that travel comes up.
1: So, Dermot, there is no such thing as a specific COVID refund?
0: No, there's not. The only COVID refunds that exist are in terms of a package holidays, which are due to start before the 29th of May. That's where there's a a direct explanation in terms of COVID. If you have a package holiday due to start before the 29th May, you can cancel it and get a full refund. Um, That's not a problem.
1: Does that mean then that Rebecca is actually right to sit on the holiday for the moment and see what happens closer to it?
0: Yes, it does. Because, again, if, if this is to continue, if this is to... I dread to think what if it is to raise its ugly head again later on in the year, then there may be new stops and new facilitations put in place, so it makes sense to hold off there's no there's no there's no big big i suppose. Um, element of of benefit in doing anything just now you might as well wait and see what it's like closer to the time
1: And and Rebecca, are you getting all sorts of different advice from friends and family about this?
2: Yeah, I mean people are saying you should do this you should do that or oh sure you'll be fine to travel by then or it might be fine or oh no you won't be able to travel at all you're going to lose all this money and it's stressful really because I don't know what to do,
0: do you know what I mean? And if I may interrupt, you're entirely right, Rebecca. That's why the, the only decision to make is when it's an informed decision. And right now, you don't have proper information to allow you to make a proper choice. It's suggestions and guesswork. So potentially, I'm not saying you must, but potentially one of the best things to do is to stop for a moment, draw breath. I know it's frustrating and worrying, but stand back for a bit, and and if nothing else, stand back for a bit of time so that you have an opportunity to speak with somebody without waiting an hour and a half on the end of a phone line to actually try and engage with somebody. Um, Things will relax a little bit, I think, over the next couple of weeks, where we can find out and speak to organisers and say, what can can I do now and ask them for their advice on what they think they are going to do as representatives of the airline, for Mm. example.
1: Dermot, I always thought that if the Department of Foreign Affairs had travel advisories out, that that had uh, an impact on your ability to cancel flights or holidays.
0: Well, you're entirely right, Joe, and so did I, to to put it in perspective. Um, Let me explain why I say that. Um, I was to travel, and I'm happy to put myself forward to this. I and my son were to travel to Chicago at the end of March. We saw um, obviously, an announcement came from the US saying we don't want anybody from Europe coming in here, um, and that's the end of that. Um, so we got in touch with the airline, they said, No, we're still flying into Chicago because you know that's what we do, we're not canceling your flight. And the, the argument was, Well, is that not a bit, um, you know nasty when, when the U.S. don't want us there. And they're going, well, we're, we're traveling there. Um, it's your decision. What we will do, though, is we'll give you a voucher. We went, well, don't want a voucher, want a refund. Well, the flight's not canceled, so you're only getting a refund. And again, there we had an, an actual country saying, we do not want anybody from the EU coming across our borders at any stage um, over the next foreseeable future, we still didn't get a refund. Mm.
1: And can you treat accommodation separately and go after that?
0: You can, um, and accommodation will very much depend on how you booked it. Um, for example, a, a lot of people, um, and uh, we were fortunate in that regard, that the, the type of booking we did, we, we had the ability to cancel it up to 24 hours beforehand, so we're, we were able to do that. Most, not all, but most um, websites and and agents um, acting, um, even when you're booking online, are understanding. They know what's happening. Their doors are closed. And they're saying, look, fine, yeah, we'll refund. We'd prefer it if you'd reschedule. But if we really have to, we will, of course, refund. So there's a lot of goodwill out there. But I do know we've heard some stories where people are having terrible trouble even trying to contact the people in the hotels that, that are closed, that they were supposed to be visiting.
1: Yeah, I mean, you know, they often say you should go through a travel agent Yeah, because they, they have those contacts and there are certain things that they can do that maybe can't be done if you're booking on the internet.
0: Yes, you're right, Joe. And another thing that Rebecca mentioned there, which I, I, I've said this before at the outset um, of, of this dilemma, we were quite taken aback at the number of people who not only didn't um, have good insurance, they had no insurance. Um, you really need travel insurance. I'm not trying to, to flog travel insurance here, but it proves that there are certain times where it's a, it's a relatively small amount of money and it's, it's worth it.
1: Yes. Uh, well, uh, we're chatting to Dermot Jewell from the Consumers Association of Ireland and our own Rebecca about her dilemma as i mentioned mark corcoran from visa first is also uh with us morning to you mark and now uh, visa first conducted a survey in relation to traveling and working abroad 76 percent would be irish travelers remain hopeful that they still be able to fly in 2020 were you surprised
3: Yeah, hi, Joe. I I suppose it it is very interesting, and especially listening to Dermot and and Rebecca speaking there and and your texters uh, at the top of the show. um, You know, there's obviously a a lot of caution uh, about traveling, uh, certainly for the rest of of 2020. So it it was interesting uh, to get the results of the survey and see that um, 78% of people, you know, had had uh, responded to say that they would feel comfortable traveling to other countries. Uh, with the caveat of 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 the res- restrictions being eased, of course. Um, I have so that's to say, the, I've got
1: to be honest. I wouldn't dream of it at the moment. I would no more go abroad right now, certainly for 2020, and I think well into 2021. Of course, it's a completely is it not, understandable. Bo- is it not just a bit bonkers,
3: particularly well, uh, for
1: leisure travel?
3: It, 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 it's it's certainly uh, completely understandable to to, uh, to to be be cautious at the moment i think what we're talking about here
1: is cautious we have uh, a worldwide uh, pandemic now i know you can get it here i totally understand that but at the same time the idea of you know, for any reason particularly anything that you could describe as discretionary going outside the country it just it just seems i, I don't know
3: yeah absolutely. I, I think what we're talking about here is is in a situation when it's fully safe uh, fully safe to do so uh, and and we start to get back uh, to a, to a world where we we reckon, recognize as, as some sort
1: of normality that people And, people and would, were the would respondents asked the question in that manner? Uh
3: they were, they were asked the question um if if, if if restrictions were starting to be lifted, would they would they feel comfortable about travelling uh, to other countries? Um, and, and, then, and That's and your definition,
1: and I'm not talking about you now, but you know what I mean. That's your definition of starting to be lifted. I mean, there's some talk of lifting the two kilometer to a five kilometer um, physical um, area that you can exercise uh, from your home in Ireland next week, but that that's just bare starting, isn't it? It's not.
3: Of course, of course. Now, what we're talking about here is getting is getting back on the road to. Be recognised before this uh, pandemic, um, and now of course there's, there's probably a li- little bit of wishful thinking here. Um, you know, Irish people, as we all know, love to get out there and travel and see the world, um, and, and I think I think there's probably a little bit of, of wishful thinking um, uh, on, on on behalf of, of respondents that, that they'd like to, to things that, you know, to go back to the way they were and, and get out there and start sure. traveling again.
1: Uh, and Mark, when do you think you'll feel comfortable to travel abroad yourself?
3: Well, I, I'd probably, uh, I'd probably be in the, in the same same boat. I, I'd only feel comfortable to travel once uh, the proper, uh, you know, uh, you know, the restrictions had been lifted and it was fully safe to do so. And um, uh, I think what we may end
1: up. And can doing I ask them? Would you avoid places like London, Paris, New York, Madrid, uh, which you know have been centres of COVID nineteen?
3: Well, certainly if. If a, if I was told, uh, or, or the government uh, of those places that you have mentioned there had said it was safe to travel, I, I would I would certainly listen to that.
1: Would you? Yeah. And what about you, Dermot?
0: um I I would agree with Mark that you can tell a mile away. There's wishful thinking in the background, and people just are praying that this can move back to some form of normality. Um, but no, I um I'd be cautious at the moment. Um, I would love to travel, but I I think it would be a a, a, a problem at the moment. Um, and even in the. Even in the coming months, um, there will be a lot of work needed to be done. For example, by the airlines, I read a very good um, response in in relation to um, a discussion that went on yesterday about keeping the middle seats free and the the debate of was there any point? um, Where I learned that um, apparently, quite quite a number of times in the course of a flight, the air is completely rotated and changed and cleaned. Um, So it's elements like that that are going to have to support suggestion that, look, it's safe to fly, it's safe to travel, you know.
1: uh, uh, Typically enough, and this often happens as we come towards the end of an item like this, we get a lot of questions. So I am actually going to ask questions to you, Dermot Jewel, Sharon has been in touch uh, to say, um, can you ask there, Joe, I have a package holiday booked for the 13th of June and the travel agent says I can have a voucher. Am I entitled to a full refund? Plus, I have travel insurance.
0: Um, it's an interesting one. Um, you have travel insurance. See what the terms of the ins- travel insurance are specifically in relation to extraordinary circumstances. Um, if, if if that's the case, um, then you should be able to claim for full full refund. Um, where a package holiday is is in, is due to start after the twenty ninth of May, which is one of these, you're entitled to cancel it and get a refund. But there may be a termination fee. Um, from the travel organiser. organiser. So ask the travel organiser, what is the termination fee? But you are entitled to cancel um, and get a refund. It just very much depends. uh, When you say travel
1: organiser, you mean the travel agent? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, And uh, another uh, listener's WhatsApped us on 0861239595. Um, We're talking to Dermot from the Consumers Association. Joe, I have a package holiday booked to go to Gran Canaria on the 6th of July. I had my deposit of 600 paid and didn't hear anything yet from the travel agents. Can't get through to them, but read an article saying that the Canary Islands are not opening their hotels to any tourists outside of Spain until October. So that means that we wouldn't have anywhere to stay if the flights do go. What do we do? then
0: well what you what you should do is is, is email the the address of that travel agent um, de- despite the fact that you can't you're probably trying to call them, but put it on record that uh, basically outlining just what you have there, and that to all intents and purposes you are seeking to cancel the booking and get a refund. I would leave it at that. Um, and see what comes back but once you have it flagged that this is what's happening because of what you've read um, and that you're looking for a refund
1: Liz has been in touch to say morning Joe we were due to go to Tenerife in March just as all this started we decided not to take the chance we lost our money but we are safe and well at home it was a big decision but better safe than sorry and another listener says Joe is it impossible to contact Ryanair by phone the website has no number it's very frustrating
0: um, it is impossible to contact them by phone. They 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 have always been fairly clear. And um, you you get in touch by email, and we'll get back in touch with you. I appreciate the frustration behind it, but um, just do do what you best you can online, and they will get back to you. They have to.
1: Geraldine says, uh, Joe, we were due to fly out on the 3rd of May. That's gone now, waiting for our money to go back into our account. We were also booked for the 26th of August. So we're waiting to find out what happens because we have to wait for Ryanair to cancel. And uh, on WhatsApp, uh, hi, Joe, there's 120 of us supposed to fly in June for a wedding in Lanzarote. Uh, The majority of us have booked uh, through a company. Can we get our money back from them?
0: Um, yeah, it, it, it comes back to what we were just talking about there. You are entitled to, t- to cancel the booking and get a refund. You just need to find out what the termination fee would be, um, I, and you might have some indication of I'm not We're not sure, Joe, how they paid already. Maybe it's all paid in full. But um, yeah, they, it, it's try to get in touch as soon as you can. Um, and again, put it in writing, so do it by email for the start, as well as trying to speak on the telephone.
1: And Tom is asking, Dermot, so should we book holiday insurance now or is it too late?
0: Well, it's always good to inquire. I can't but imagine that um, it, 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 it won't, it won't c- cover you retrospectively. Um, but depending on what your plans are, um, it's certainly worth from now on, for example, trying to take out um, an annual travel policy um, with, with some provisions that are in there because if, for what you are, you may cancel or get a, a, um, or take a voucher and book at a later stage so at least from now on you'll be covered.
1: Right. Dennis has WhatsApped us to say, Joe, some people live in cloud cuckoo land expecting to travel this year. If you look back on other pandemics in history, the virus lingers for years. So I can see this going on for a long, long time. And Bridget says, I'm here listening about traveling and going uh, out foreign. I think it's funny because the virus is in those countries too. And they're wondering if they can go there. This conversation is actually ridiculous, Joe. We can't even go to Kilkee, And these people are talking about flying abroad. This conversation is a waste of time. If you could get a holiday in Ireland by the end of the year, people would be very happy. You're only wasting people's time, Joe. Let them go and sort their money out themselves and don't be wasting our time listening to it, says Bridget. Well, Bridget, we have to fill the show with something, you know. <laughs> times times are tough for all of us. <laughs> but thanks for that ringing endorsement, anyway, of our uh, programme item choices. <laughs> so, Dermot, that's us told. That's us told. I think probably it's the best way to finish, really. There
0: you go. Go, Yo, take care I'll be well. Listen,
1: take care of yourself, Dermot. Take care of yourself. Thank, Thank you very God us. much. Bye. God bless. Bye-bye. Dermot Jewell, who's Policy and Council Advisor at the Consumer Association. Limerick Today with Joe Nash
0: on Live 95.
1: With HSC Midwest. For updated factual
2: information, see hsc.ie. By staying apart, we can save lives.